What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding of the communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I don't think you noticed what I just did. I think I got a little too hyped with the hands. I just knocked the mic over. <laughs> <laughs> and then the little thing on my recording thing was like, bruh, 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 bruh. so I apologize. A little hype for these inspirational stories. I'm not editing that out. Not editing that out. No. There's too much editing lately. So two inspirational stories. Start your week off right. Tim, what do you got? Man, I'm excited for my first one. My story is from a teacher. And this teacher wanted to talk about Valentine's Day to her students because she went through something that affected her for the better. And she wants to teach her students all about it. So this is what I'm going to start off with. I'm going to tell you guys a story about this teacher telling her students her story. So she teaches a high school senior class and she, uh, it's Valentine's Day, you know, February 14th, one of her favorite holidays now, but it wasn't when she was a kid. And obviously high school students don't really care too much about Valentine's Day. Some of them are, you know, romantic. Some of them are kind of just, you know, playing games and joking around, but she wanted to tell a serious story about what went down. Now, she said, so I was 10 years old. I was, or 11 years old, I was really excited. I've been telling this story since I was since I started teaching in 1999, and as a 10 year or an 11 year old little girl, I had a crush, and this guy, his name was David, and he was tall, kind of a bad boy, you know. I just I like guys like that. That being said, I was just looking at him every day. I used to write his name on the notebook on the diary. She was smitten. You know, just and 11 year old puppy love. You know, it happens, right? <laughs> so basically, it, Valentine's Day was coming up, and she knew she wanted to give him a card. They celebrate Valentine's Day the same at most elementary schools. You know, the teacher may have some like cardboard or some paper that you can make a card for somebody. One of the parents brought cupcakes. Uh, they had candy. It was just a nice little class party. And uh, she said, you know, some of the cards that she got were kind of funny. I go for you or be my honey, simple things like that. And the class, of course, while she's telling this story, giggles. And she's like, you know, everything was great. But on that party that day, everything changed for me. I saw a big card and it had my name on it, had glitter, and it was huge, like really big. And I remember people looking at me and I was embarrassed to open it, but I was really excited. Can somebody really like me? So she opens it up and it says to a Queen Valentine. She immediately smiles. She looked at the name who signed it and it happened to be the guy that she liked, David. Oh my gosh, what does the card say? And right above his name it says, to the ugliest girl in our class. Whoa! I was about to say, whoa, whoa, wow. Rude. Beyond rude. While she's telling... Yo, I was like, how is this... This isn't negative at all, Tim. <laughs> like, this isn't inspirational. This is just puppy love. What is this man thinking? Exactly, right? So this kid basically writes this to her. 11-year-old, writing it to an 11-year-old. Him and all of his friends were watching her. She reads this. Her face drops. She's super embarrassed. She just doesn't know what to do. While she's telling this story to her class... Her class was super into it, the same way that you were. They were just like, oh my gosh, what does it say? Everybody's leaning forward. And then she announced to the ugliest girl in our class is what he wrote. One kid put his head down. Other kids were just shocked and surprised. You could see the sadness in the room. You could feel it. And she continues. Well, it ruined her Valentine's Day. Um, it shook her faith in any little bit of love that she had for a very long time. But then... She decided to go to school. She decided to become a teacher. And in 1999, she remembered telling the story for the first time. And she said, 
Now that I'm a teacher, I want you to spread love and kindness and positivity. So what we're going to do as 18-year-olds in this class, you guys are going to sit down and you guys are going to write a Valentine's Day card to one of your classmates. Inside this room, everybody will get a card and it's going to be about something positive, whether you like how they dress, whether you like their basketball skills, whether you like them just being nice or a memory of them. I want you guys to do this. Of course, nothing is greater than an 18-year-old getting to be 10 again. So of course these kids are, not only are they inspired by the story that she give, gave them, but they're giving nice and kind words. I love this because I know plenty of teachers. My wife's a teacher, I have teachers, friends that are teachers. This is one of those cool things for Valentine's Day that yes, it's a little fake ho lovey holiday that we like to celebrate, but it's also one of those things where you can stop and spread positivity like she did. And uh, the reason why I wanted to bring this story up, my favorite part about this whole story is she tells a story every single year, but one year, one of her classmates actually drew a picture and it said to a Queen Valentine, to the prettiest girl in, in our class. And she still hangs that one up. She got it in the early 2000s. She still hangs that one up on her desk. And every year, these kids love it. She just says she's going to keep telling the story till she retires. I just hope that any teacher out there listening can bring this up to their class to you know, help spread some change and some positivity into the world. I thought this was really, really awesome. David, you suck. I know, man. Like, <laughs> who are you, David? Like, dang. I know it was a long time ago. I hope you're a better person, yeah. for sure. One mistake doesn't define you, but yikes, bro. <laughs> yikes. That was bad. I like how she used it to spread, you know, joy in the class. Dude, forever. She's been doing this 20-plus years of doing this. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't think... I feel like I went to college and I went to high school for a while. Most of my life was school, it feels like. I don't think we ever had any any sort of class interaction where it was like, say something nice to someone else. And I actually, we got that at work sometimes, like once. Like, say something nice about the partner you're working with today. Like, once. That should be a... Um, we should... That's what I'm taking away from that story is like, we need to pause all of our meetings, Tim, and be like, let's say something nice before we start having this meeting about each other. Maybe? Man, I'm in thought. I'm like, what can I say? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that actually is a good idea, man. You can bring that anywhere, like yeah. to your kids, to your, your coworkers. It doesn't matter. It's, it's something so simple that it's overthought that could really change your whole day. Genuine positivity. Facts. Shout out to this teacher, by the way. Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditations where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. And we encourage everyone listening, think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I'm grateful for music. My daughter is in a dancing stage right now, so every day she makes me pick her up, and she has like these little blankets that are super small, like baby blankets, you know? She wraps them around like a towel, so it looks like a little dress, and she makes me pick her up and like dance with her like we're at a ball or something, and it's the cutest thing in the world, so now I put on music on purpose just so I can dance with my daughter, and it's been a great week, so. <laughs> Adorable audio meditation with Tim. I'm grateful for music. Usabas, what about you, sir? See, I don't even want to follow that up. <laughs> I'm over here dancing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for pockets. <laughs> You're over here grateful for doing dances with your daughter. I'm grateful for pockets. I'm just saying, pockets are awesome. Whoever invented a pocket, like, great job. Kudos to you. Yeah. You know, they great. just tore their pants and was like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, like, gym shorts without pockets? Like, I can't imagine. Bro. 
Jeans without pockets. Pajama pants without pockets, bro. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pockets make everything better. That's one of the great parts about the hoodie is you get the extra pocket. You know what I mean? My hands stay warm. You're on to something there. I see I'll you, I'll say whoever, whoever started the pocket trend in history, great job. We should have an episode of Random Inventions. <laughs> great job. So, yeah. Very different than what you're grateful for, but it's okay. So. Hey, I'll take it, man. For my inspirational story, I'm talking about Jermaine Jordan. Jermaine Jordan grew up in Chicago. He still lives there. He owns a car dealership, a car wash. He operates a restaurant that also feeds the hungry. But see, he had a tough life growing up. Growing up, you know, poor. He had to deal with drugs in the community. We overcame all of it. But he had one trauma that stuck with him for like his, for a long time. Whenever he was young, he saved up, he bought a car. Now he owns a car dealership, see how, you, see how far you come. Man. But he had his car robbed. He said that carjacking man had never left him. He said, like, I thought about it every day. And then it happened twice afterwards. So the trauma just kept getting worse. And so he hates that. He hates that he, like, that's what pushed him into going into the car business, right? Became a car's ownership owned the car wash, but he's just like, he never could fight off that trauma. Started up the restaurant. Restaurant has a phone number, they give out free food to those who need it. He was just like, it's great that I'm giving back and I'm helping people. But he he discovered like charity is his best medicine. So whenever he started up the restaurant and started giving back, he just wanted to do more. He wanted to do more, he wanted to do more. He found out in Chicago, 1,400 people were carjacked last year. And so he was like, I'm in a position now where I should be able to give away cars to those people that got their cars jacked. So what he started doing is he started taking his own money and he started his at his restaurant, his car dealership, they started this own little cause where people can donate. And so anyone that's getting carjacked, he's taking his own money and that money is being donated. He's buying cars for people in Chicago. And every time he does it, he was like, for a long time, I didn't believe in people because I worked really hard for something and someone stole it from me. So I didn't trust anyone. And then I, it took me a long time to learn to love and open up again. And now, even though this has happened to me, I'm still giving back, I still believe in the good in people. So even though your car got jacked, I'm gonna help you get a new one to help you stay faithful and believe in people too. So I thought it was a nice little inspirational story by Mr. Jermaine Jordan. Be who you want, who you needed in the world. I think he is freaking awesome, man. I know so many people that can relate when it comes to going through an experience and kind of giving up on people. So it's it's amazing the fact that even though he went through it and he was still struggling throughout all these years, he found a way. Hell, he found a chair for himself. Give back. If I don't have faith in people, then let me be the faith that other people need. Shout out to you, Mr. Jordan. Yeah, absolutely. Inspirational stories. Tim, do you have an inspirational quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. We rise by lifting others. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate it every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.